Welcome to Jess Williamson, the podcast where we build businesses for life. Today on the podcast, I have my incredible client, Chantelle Castle. She is an absolute powerhouse and she has built an internationally recognized blonde specific hair salon here in Perth, Viva La Blonde. And she has built that to incredible heights over the past 12 years, but now is leaning into her personal brand, her mentoring, her coaching and helping other salon owners build their incredible brands, but also their life and the freedom that they get to have through their business as well. And I wanted to get her on because I've been working with her inside of my three-month mastermind, Business for Life, and the personal identity shifts that she has had in terms of stepping into her leadership, owning her power, overcoming that fear of judgment, of what might people think, of being seen in a big, big way has been incredible to witness. And the inner work is honestly, oftentimes the most underrated things we can do to unlock whole new levels of success. And while she had clients flowing through, sales coming through, marketing popping off, the biggest thing that I wanted to get her on today to chat about was that overcoming that fear of being seen, the fear of judgment, and honestly stepping into that unshakable power and unlocking that fire within where no one can ever take that away from you. Hello, Chantelle. Welcome. Hello. How are you going? Good. I am so excited for this chat. I think there has been so much growth, so much power, so much confidence that I've witnessed you really stepping into over the last three months of hanging out in business for life. And it honestly has been really, really awesome to watch you evolve. Obviously, you've built such an epic, successful salon and And now you're really stepping into helping people do the same. And I know that you shared early on in your journey, you started a blonde salon, which was not something that everyone was doing. But then when you started stepping into more of your personal brand, your coaching, some of these thoughts started coming up like, oh, should I be sharing this? Because I don't see anyone doing this in my industry. So I want to unpack all of the above today on our chat. And I think it would be really, really cool to rewind a little bit to let everyone know where it all started for you with your salon and going against what everyone else was doing at the time. So I, yeah, started my salon about 12 years ago now. And at the time it was purely for my own personal reasons. Like I just wanted to have my own salon where I just did blondes because that's all I wanted to do. And when I was working in previous salons, the days that I had other things in, I just wasn't really feeling it. So I was like, no, I okay, I'm going to just open a blonde salon and just focus on this. It was never like a big idea or like grand plan that I have. It was just purely for the fact that I wanted to personally do it for my own like self. And I never really thought of even having staff or building like a big company or a big name or anything like that. It kind of just all happened by itself really. And yet to where we are today. So we have a salon in the city in Perth and we employ about 12 staff altogether. Huge. And every 
everyone can check you out on Instagram. I mean, there's just the vibes are there for the <laughs> for all of the blondes. Where can people find you over there? Yeah, um, so our Instagram is Aviva La Blonde and my personal Instagram is Chantel Castle. Okay, so you'd built all of this success in a space where there wasn't really any blonde salons and blonde is like the hardest thing to do, right? It's the thing that people F up all the damn time. <laughs> and so you're like, I'm going to be the leader in this space. Like I'm going to own it. I'm going to create a salon that is super niche and own that space. So now you've built all of this incredible success, streamlined your teams and created like so much freedom. It's awesome watching you running this epic salon, but being able to hang out with your kids at home for the last few months, you've been on sort of maternity leave and everything is still thriving. So has it always been that way? Firstly, like has the freedom always been there? Oh my gosh. Hell no. Obviously that took a lot of work in the beginning to get like the team up and running and for like quite some time really, because I did start when I was quite young. I was 23 when I opened the salon. So I hadn't even really had that much experience like running a team before. So I was really just winging it. And as we were so busy, we're running into like so many problems, like with staff or just managing the overall expectations and how things run. So I found I was obviously having to answer lots of questions and kind of just make up processes as I went along until I like found some really solid ways of doing things and actually just trial and error over the years. Like if there's something that's in their salon, like a process, I've tried it. But now I have been, this is my eighth or 10th month of maternity leave, I think. So I haven't been doing any on the floor hair in that time, which has been amazing. And yeah, we have an amazing team running the salon right now and watching them step into their leadership has been the best thing ever with those solid like foundations. So incredible. I mean, 10 months just being like, hello, I run a major company and I'm going to take 10 months maternity leave and not even be on the floor is such a feat. I think there are so many business owners who would love to do that, but maybe feel like they can't get away from it or shit hits the fan or just like everything goes wrong when that happens. Was there any of those like worries or do you feel like because you've been in the game for so long, you had everything like ready and prepped for that? Yeah, for sure. So this is my second child. So this is my second lot of maternity leave. So I even learned a lot, like when I went on my first maternity leave, I thought everything was sorted. But even back then, like a lot of things like slipped through the cracks and that was still like really relying on me to personally do and having a lot of less time having a baby the first time around. This time I really just made sure that all our processes were as tight as they could be. And yeah, it's been like a game changer, making sure everything's running well. Not really so much processes, but having those leaders and having them ready. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. I want to switch gears a little bit because I want to talk about you stepping into your personal brand era, your bold leadership era. And it was really, really cool to hang out or work together over the past three months in Business for Life because I remember in the beginning you came in and you knew what you were capable of. You came in like ready to move and you were like, Jess, just like tripled my price after like two days <laughs> in the group. You were just like, I'm ready to go and to really own my leadership. Like, you know, the value that you can provide. But I remember that you had some of these narratives like, oh, what might the industry think of me? Like no one's standing out like this. There's bitchiness. There's like all of the projections that come from maybe standing in your power. Other people don't always love that. Right. And so we've got a whole 
the projections. We've also got to work with our own inner self-critic like, oh, if I'm putting out that I'm charging five figures to work with me to just borrow my brain for a little bit, that's a whole new conversation or a whole new level of leadership to step into when you start sharing how much you're making and charging as well. So let's rewind back to that. What were some of the biggest fears around that? Sure. For a long, long time in my business, I have not even had my name on the website, my photo on the website. I never really wanted to make it about me. Like I was really heavy on branding, like salon brand. I didn't even have any professional headshots taken in the whole time I had the salon. So I literally had my first personal brand shoot for just like a headshot a couple of months ago. So stepping into being so not visible to being so visible has definitely been a massive challenge for me. I have had to work through a lot of things and to just be seen basically. It sounds so simple, but for me, it has actually been quite hard. And the change that I've experienced in the last three months with like my visibility and my confidence has been amazing, like shocking for myself, really. So incredible. And I can relate to that so much. I mean, when I started my first business, I didn't want anyone to know it was me either. I was like, not even put my name. No one can know it's me. And there's something so powerful. And some people that comes really natural. They're like, I want to be the limelight. I'm here to stand out. But a lot of business owners that come into my world or listen to this podcast, I'm sure can relate. And maybe they're there now. And what was was your what was the biggest roadblock do you feel like like what was the biggest fear around not wanting to be visible I think it was a lot of things really but what it kind of mainly came back down to was what are people going to say about me that was my biggest fear which is strange now that I think of it because I've had this brand for a long time so I'm sure people already have their opinion of of me or you know as they would any other business owner who has a successful business but just being seen in for who I am I am quite an introvert so I'm definitely not the person recording myself on Instagram you know every day like doing videos doing stories I've have recently started doing that so even just those little things uh, all the things that just kept going into my mind like what are people going to think of me if I post this is this how I want to be how am I being perceived and just lots to do with that really yeah and that's huge around just allowing yourself to be visible I mean the brand's been around for a long time but then there's almost this element of the brand's not you and when you start stepping out as you it's your thoughts it's your opinions it's you like literally shining that is a whole new level of just feeling naked and vulnerability right it is and I would post something and even like lay awake at night thinking oh is that how I really want to say it like do they come across as the way that I want to come across to people and just like second guessing like every single second of what I would say or write not necessarily like videoing yeah then when we add money into the mix as well, because you were like, I'm a bold leader. Here's my price. Like you were so fast on actioning that. But then when it came to putting the price on your stories or on your Instagram, you were like, oh, Jess, I notice that I'm not doing it. Like there's some resistance here. And we literally collapsed that in like one voice memo. And then you were like, right, it's up there. Put it out there, owning it. So how do you go from there to there being like, 
oh shit, I just can't. I know I should be putting my price up. I know I should be promoting myself, talking about all of the epic things I'm doing, but I know I'm just not doing it to then it's already done. Like I already did it yesterday, done and dusted and being like super confident in holding that. What was the biggest shift for you? I had to really, really, really cement into my limiting beliefs about myself and what I was capable of. And I was doing like a meditation, like daily that I had come, got from your course about limit, like limiting beliefs and decisions and things like that. So like up until that point, I'd really just, yeah, struggled to really cement myself into being like, this is me. This is who I am. This is what I charge and not worrying about what others were going to think of me. So, and it sounds so silly. It was like just a price of something, just like post the freaking price. Like how hard can it be? But it was so, so difficult. So yeah, just really, really grounding into who I was and stepping into that leadership. So, so cool. What were some of the limiting beliefs or decisions that you had to release then? Yeah, this is hard. (laughs) It's kind of hard to even put it into words, but I guess like the main way that I would describe it is when I say what my price is or make a comment, people talk about me. And that was something I really had to just let go of. And what was the worst thing that you were like worried they might say about you? Because I think so many of us are afraid of like judgment or hate, but it's only when we can get really, really specific on what that is. Because for different people, it's like, oh, what do you know? For other people, it's like, oh, you're a bitch or you're a scammer or everyone's is very different. Yes, actually, my limiting decisions was when I post something, people are going to be like, who is this bitch? And that's pretty like scary. I mean, when we think about our subconscious, it's literally here to protect us. And when we have this deep belief, okay, when I'm in my power, when I'm owning my prices, when I'm standing tall in my opinions and being bold about it and being seen, people are going to say, who's this bitch? And that's pretty terrifying, honestly. Like it's terrifying to be visible, but also to be kind of hated on in a sense. So with that, obviously you did some of the meditation that we went through. We chatted on the daily in the Voxel, which was just so freaking cool to see how quickly you just collapsed and then took action on it. Where are you at now with that? Are you just like, I don't even, I feel so neutral to it. Or is there still a piece of you that you're like, I'm building it up. Yeah, I've grown so, so much in this time. I I can't even believe the change in myself, even even just my day-to-day life. No, I am definitely, I'm owning it and stepping into this leadership. Ah, that's so freaking cool. I know that just the other day, and I have this message here that you dropped in the chat, but you were like, this week, my confidence finally kicked back in. And I remember who I was before I made myself so small. That is wild. That is just like incredible around. You even just said like, it's a whole other feeling that I forgot I had within me. And I think as women, especially we can like dim ourselves down. We can forget who we are. We can like mold ourselves to not just keep us safe, but also to fit in with what the industry is doing and saying, what people say you should be showing up as. And it's like, I've just unlocked that whole piece of me that I hid away for so, so long. There's so much power in that. Definitely. I, it was definitely a part of me that I even forgot that I had like being obviously in a service industry, you kind of do have to sort of not water yourself down, but you are working with the public. So 
I really kind of just went into the mentality of who was I before I even had this business? Like, how would I say things? How would I show up? And I realized like, yeah, doing the course, doing business for life and really just remembering who the hell I was because having a business and watering myself down for such a long time about our quick success, I guess that you would call it. Yeah, it was remembering who I was before all this was was really hard but made it through made it through to the other side and you're here to stay like the thing with that is no one can take that away from you again unless you let them and when you kind of refine that power or that fire within you it is like everything else just falls away like there's no barriers in the way because it's just like watch out bitches I'm here to stay <laughs> yeah yeah for sure it's been yeah that's been pretty amazing it's such such a cool thing to have happen in such a short space of time actually it's like years in a work within like a three month period. So freaking cool. And obviously a lot of people are like, okay, sounds nice. Like you got some confidence, you know, it sounds nice, but like, tell me where to get the money or like, tell me the strategies or just like, give me the step-by-step. What kind of flow on effect has that had though for you? Because I know the value of it, but for people who maybe are like, okay, sounds amazing, but it's a bit wishy-washy or like more intangible. How's that then like allowed you to show up in your business? business and like all of the amazing things you've created just yeah just showing up in my everyday life and for my team and yeah for my business like I've always well the last however many years have had to be that real leader for my team and but I found that this has really taken it to like a new level of leading my team and how Yeah, how I just, it's everything really, everything in my life, how I lead myself. So you've really unlocked this whole new level of power, leadership, influence within yourself. And it is so freaking cool to see the flow in that gets to have for your clients. So what is next for you, for Chantel and owning that badass leader self? So yes, I have been working on mentoring other hairdressers and other salon owners in really basically just helping them live their dream life, how they wanted to live it when they first opened their salon. I know for me, if I had have had a bit more guidance and support when I opened mine about where I wanted to go, what I wanted to achieve and how I actually wanted to live my day-to-day life, I I think I would have got here a hell of a lot sooner, to be honest. So I'm really, really passionate about helping other salon owners build their team, build their business, build their processes so they can live their best life. And yeah, I do that through mentoring and online courses. So freaking cool. And I know that this is just the beginning of the worldwide impact you're going to have and just really skyrocketing all of that amazing knowledge and getting to share it with other people as well. So thanks for sharing your journey on the podcast. And I know so many people are going to resonate with this as well. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. Thanks. (laughs) Wow. What a chat. I know that you can probably relate whether you're still there. And it's like, I know there's another layer that needs to be unlocked for me to be even more visible. And honestly, I'm still always unlocking new layers of just like allowing myself to be seen in a big, big way. Or maybe you've done some of this work, you've stepped into that power, but you're like, I know there's another piece that I need to step into. This is one of the most common conversations that I have with my clients. So I wanted to just leave you with a couple of key 
steps to take away that maybe you can implement for yourself. So the first step is so often we're afraid of judgment, of fear, of being cancelled or called out or whatever it is. And I've had my fair share. I've had my fair share. And if you have haters, I did a whole episode on how to overcome haters and things like that. But the first step in like working through it within yourself is really digging deeper into what is the narrative? Because like I said in the episode, everyone's narrative is so different and you can't just take a Panadol or like put a Band-Aid on fear of judgment as a whole, because your fear of judgment may be very different to someone else's fear of judgment. And so I have a friend that I was working through this with recently, and she was afraid of stepping into her power, being visible, because she was afraid that other people would think she's a social climber or a tryhard or someone just looking to get famous off the back of other people. Other clients I've had have been afraid that they would be seen as a scammer. I've had other, even just for myself, I was always afraid to be seen as greedy or a bitch or arrogant. And so when we can dig deeper into the actual narrative that is showing up for us, then what we actually get to do is not avoid the feeling. We actually get to take that on and we get to show that part of us so much love. We get to accept the part of us that could be seen as a social climber. We get to accept the part of us that could be seen as a scammer. We could accept the part of us that could be seen as a bitch or arrogant or greedy. And when we own those pieces within us, it's not about like going out of our way to be a bitch or to be greedy or to be arrogant. It's about showing those parts of us so much love and acceptance that actually, no matter what anyone else says, we know we're good. Because quite often, The reason why we have fear around people seeing us as an imposter or that we don't know anything or or any of the other examples I've shared is because there is a piece of us deep within that believes it. Because if someone came to you and said, wow, Jess, you are a pink flying pig. It's not going to hurt me. Like it's going to be like laughable because there is not one ounce of me that thinks I'm a pink flying pig. I think that would be pretty cool actually. (laughs) But that is because we are rejecting that piece of us. We're rejecting and making it wrong that we might be seen as any of those things. And so when we can actually stop trying to reject it, stop trying to avoid being seen as those things and actually just accept that we are going to be seen as those things in someone's eyes, show those parts of us so much love and appreciation everything opens up. Imagine how you would show up if you were accepting the part of you that could be seen as someone who's just trying to get famous because maybe you are, right? And you're totally okay with that because haters are going to come anyway. Judgment is going to come, but you're not going to feel safe in being seen in a big way until you step into that and own that within yourself. So I hope this has been helpful. This is honestly something that I work so deeply with so many of my clients on, and it can be a little bit hard to really pinpoint it. So maybe you might want to journal on it, meditate on it, or if you're just like, let's just go deep, Jess, then feel free to send me a DM as well. But honestly, this is the biggest, most powerful work you can do in your business. So I hope you've loved this episode. If you have, make sure you tag me and Chantel and I will see you on the next episode.